Gentlemen, waxers. I don't remember this part. Welcome to the Style to Wax podcast. My name is Frank, joined alongside by my friend, my co-host Josh. Wax on, Josh. Uh, yeah, wax on, Frank. How's it going? Looking uh, dapper this evening in your your uh, vehicle. Yeah, just kind of hanging out in the, yeah. the good old vehicle. Uh, yeah, well, how you been, buddy? It's, it's 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 been some time since we've been on here. Uh, it's been exactly twenty seven thousand minutes and fifty two seconds since we last recorded. Really? No, I don't is, have. Isn't that, is, is, isn't that a? Is, were you just renting me? Isn't that a song from Rent? Rent? I, oh yeah. Hey, what, I I <laughs> don't remember how it goes. Twenty seven thousand. I was in fifty two seconds. That's how long it's been since we nostalgia waxed. Boom, 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 boom. I don't even know if it. Go- I don't even know if it goes bump, 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 bump. But I feel like all musicals have a bump, 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 bump in them. Yeah, and then there's the part where they eventually get around to somehow referencing the name of the musical in the musical. Like, hey, I gotta pay rent. <laughs> like that's one of the big songs in that. I'm and everyone's like, oh, yeah, they said it. They said it. They said the name. So how you been, man? Mm. Man, I, I, I Ben, I feel like since the last time we recorded, so much has happened in it's, our lives. It's been long enough to where um friend of the show, former roast correspondent, Stephanie, had children, apparently. <laughs> that's how long it's been. Yes. So waxers, you do the math. Yeah, you do the Mc, you do the McMath on that one. Monster McMath. <laughs> the caloric intake on children is something fierce. Yeah, so I think since I, I want to say since we last recorded, um, let's see, I I got a cat. Oop. I wrote a song about a giraffe. Ooh. I, I returned the cat. Oop. I got a, a new cat. Oh, I thought you were going to say you got a giraffe. No, not yet. Uh, I got a new cat. Uh, that cat almost died, and it's alive. D- don't worry. And I then I, it's, it's a cat. And then I, <laughs> I didn't know if our waxers were worried. Um, and then, uh, then I got a, I, then I got a job. Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm back in the workforce. Well done. Thank you. And then I got a house. 
and yeah, that's that's kind of been how it's how it's gone. You can be a winner at the game of life. Uh, yeah, I literally was playing the game of life. That's, that's like, exciting. Yeah, like it almost went as fast as the game of life. Like instant. I think the very same day I got a job offer. I think the very next day my wife put an offer in on a home. Ooh. So literally it's like, it was, it was the game of life. That's how quick fast forward. Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. she like hit the hyperspace button on life. She did. Wow. Yep. Impressive. What about yourself? What are you, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I'm up to about three twenty seven. Um, uh, I, I've decided that uh, one of the main reasons for, the, the delay in this show is, is because life gets in the way. And I feel that we'd be remiss if we didn't mention up front that this is a, a brand new chapter in the Nostalgia Wax podcast in which we may we may uh, cuss a little bit on air. So no longer am I going to go back in and we're not going to be doing Goldie Hawn's nipples to cover up cuss words. It's uh, it's all out there. So Put, put, putting it all out there. <laughs> putting it, everybody on, on notice right up front. So mm-hmm. if uh, young ones are in the car, it's your fault. You're a terrible parent. Yep. You are a terrible parent. Don't let them listen to Nostalgia Wax. First and foremost, they won't get it. Secondly, well, they just they won't get it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, hey, you remember that time we were kids? And they're like, what do you mean we were or we still are? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's also going to be exciting new features of, of the mm-hmm. podcast. Many new exciting features yes. coming. Entire entire segments of the show, things you can look forward to. We're not going to spoil them because we haven't figured them all out yet. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> when you're free flying with the doors, you don't need no rules. Inside baseball. They don't need to know it. Exactly. So we we decided that because the fact that we have been off the air for a little bit of time. Quite some time. That the best way to ease our way back into listenership. We got Is a, wine. Well, yeah. Uh, we decided that we were going to try to win back our Japanese listeners. So... <laughs> The U.S. market isn't really doing anything for us, and we decided that we would say, we're sorry. Hence the opening ditty to this here podcast. Yeah. Wait, what's what's we're sorry in Japanese? Uh, it's not Ohio gozaimasu. That's, what is that? Pretty sure that's good morning. Oh. But Ohio gozaimasu, Japan. That sounds like a... V- venereal disease that only Ohio residents contract. Well, it <laughs> sounds like one. Well, what's a, I, I haven't looked at our listenership in Ohio in quite some time, but I can't imagine it's spectacular. But that's no. probably one of like eighteen special simplexes that Ohio residents have to look forward to. Oh man, we got you, Ohio. We got you, Ohio. Got you again. So, yeah, we decided that uh, we are going to offer you all apologies. And by doing so, looking back, and a lot of people, Frank Sinatra said it best when he said, regrets, I've had a few. Well, 
we too have had some regrets. We too yes. would like to own up for some things that we may have done in, in the past and, and offer up apologies for those things that we've done and revisit some of the things when uh, we had to apologize for things that maybe we didn't want to apologize for. Yeah. Things that uh, when we tried to apologize, it didn't exactly go spectacularly well. Frank, would you like to start us off with your apology? Absolutely. And let me first apologize to our waxers who are misinterpreting this episode and thinking we're double dipping into a previous episode because we did have our regrets episode. Uh, this one is slightly different because, well, we say it is. <laughs> so, yes, this, this is 100% accurate. <laughs> this is the sorry episode. We're not sorry. The, not, yeah, exactly. So, all right. If I am going to start us out now, first and foremost, let me let me just tell you, waxers, when. Josh approached me with this topic of apologies. It was very hard for me to think of any because hashtag sorry, not sorry. Uh, I couldn't find a lot of stuff that I was sorry for. Like I had to really, really think about it. I think I touched base on a lot of things when we did our regrets episode that I was maybe regretful for sorry for, I mean, being regretful and sorry, I think they're kind of two different things. Sometimes they can play well together. Sometimes they're nice bedfellows. But in terms of being sorry, I couldn't find very, very strong candidates. But I found enough, I think, medium candidates Ooh. to make this episode worthwhile. So I want to start out. I've got, I've got approximately five things, Ooh. Josh. I don't know how many you had on the docket. Uh, I'm, I'm freewheeling. <laughs> Wheeling, dealing, kiss, stealing. I love it. All right. So I will start out with one of my earlier memories, something that I, I really haven't shared with anyone before. So I want to take you all back to a young Frank. He's in elementary school. I want to say probably maybe fourth grade, maybe third grade, possibly fifth grade. <laughs> Somewhere. Moving target going on here. Listen, I don't remember much. And I was spending the night over at a friend's house and another friend came over. So there were three of us that were over at this kid's house. And we were downstairs in the basement. And for some odd reason, they decided that the best thing to drink that evening was going to be iced tea. Now, I don't know why it was that I wasn't exposed to iced tea as a young child. I think it goes back to when I've referenced this on previous podcasts, anything that my mom didn't like, we just didn't have in the house. Mm. So that was probably why I never had iced tea. So iced tea was served to us and I took a sip of it and I was like, Oh, God, no, this is terrible, right? I hated it. Yeah. But the friend's house I was staying at, and 
my other buddy, they were just like, iced tea, yeah. And they're just pounding this iced tea, right? So we're downstairs, we're watching movies, we're eating popcorn, they're drinking the iced tea and loving it. And I'm too afraid to say I'm not loving it. Just because I, yeah, there you go. I I had social anxiety at a very young age. So I'm going along with it and I'm choking down this iced tea. It makes me want to vomit every time I'm swallowing it, but I'm thirsty from all the popcorn I'm eating and I'm not going to ask for another beverage. I'm just going to choke down this iced tea. Well, fast forward to the middle of the night, Frank gets up and Frank needs to vomit. Now, mind you, we're all sleeping on the pull-out couch bed in my buddy's basement, right? So I get up, and I by no means make it anywhere near the bathroom. Oh, no. And I just completely, luckily, like, miss people, but I vomit on the very edge of this bed. <laughs> just, I mean, just vomit on the very edge of this oh, bed. Just no. blah, right? Okay. And, uh, no popcorn though. It's all kind of like just this, just very disgusting, gross, iced tea, phlegmy stuff, just all over the side of the bed. And I'm like, well, nothing I can do now. And I just go back to sleep. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So the buddy whose house it was, he gets up in the middle of the night, he shifts and he gets up in the middle of the night and he's headed towards the end of the bed and it wakes me up. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh shit. (laughs) He goes and he sets his hand down on the edge of the bed, sits his hand down right in it and like lifts it up. He's like, Oh, what is this? And my other buddy who's sleeping on the far end, I like kind of like fake wake up and I'm like, Oh, what's going on? He's like, what is this? It's like snot. I'm like, Oh "Oh, dude, what's his name over there? (laughs) Must've sneezed or something in the middle of the night. (laughs) You framed another kid for vomit. It was oh, like, uh, and then my buddy's just like, oh, you know, whatever. He goes, like, washes his hand off. He, he like, brushes the vomit off or whatever it is, you know, down, off the bed. And, uh, yeah, the next morning it was, we, I was, <laughs> he goes to the kid and he's like, dude, did you, like, sneeze on the side of my bed or something? What kind of terrible respiratory problems did that kid have to where he bought that it was a sneeze? <laughs> and, the, and the and the buddy who I framed was like, I don't know, man, maybe. And I'm like, yeah, you probably did. Oh, and that no. was it. So I I never told anyone about it until now. So yeah, oh, there no. there it is. That was not sneeze. That was iced tea vomit. And, I, and I'm and I'm I'm. I'm I'm actually genuinely sorry I I didn't fess up to that because the person I blamed uh, is actually dead now. He no. he passed away. No. Yeah. So he he died being blamed for the uh, vomit on the end of the bed, which is unfortunate. So you know, I Wait guess a- I can mention his. I guess I can mention his name. He's no longer alive. Mikey. <laughs> sorry. Apologize, buddy. Way to way to bring uh, us down. I'll I'll get you back later. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Awesome. Very awesome. Yeah. So I, I can I can throw one out that's also vomit related apparently. Um I must have been 
right around 2021 and I went to a friend's new house and his mom, she was a single parent. His dad had passed away. She had just moved. They moved down to St. Clair Shores, a nice little quaint home off of Harper. And she was kind enough to get us some alcohol for the evening. And we were just hanging out and uh, watching some movies and drinking, having a good time. Well, as one is apt to do at such a young age, I was dumb enough to uh, think that I could polish off a fifth of Southern Comfort. Oh, dear God. Yes. And my, my mixer of choice for Southern Comfort was Mountain Dew. That's disgusting. It's, God, you almost made me curse. Yeah, it's so gross. In in retrospect, it's it's extremely although lame. When I used to drink Soco, that's what I used to call it. Oh, Soco. Oh, oh. Uh, I drank the black labeled Soco, which was the hundred proof, mm-hmm. and I used to mix it with Dr Pepper. Yeah, but that that there's a little bit of peppery taste. Oh, it was fantastic! Cover, it was so it a, that was amazing. Goes. Mountain Dew makes no effing sense. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. I was just like, hey, I like Southern Comfort. Hey, I like Mountain Dew. I'll put the two of them together. And Wait, 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 wait. You, you actually liked Southern Comfort? I No I, one likes Southern Comfort. It, it was one of those drinks where, like, when, I don't know how you were, but uh, I feel that everyone, when they're learning to drink, they, they get attached to one particular drink until it makes them sick, and then they move on to the next drink. And that one will eventually make them sick. And you may go through life getting sick off of various different drinks until you finally settle on something that doesn't make you sick every time you drink it. Mm. Yes, that's that's a, a logical drinking step. So my first was vodka. My second was Southern Comfort. Ah, gotcha. And because I decided I felt like I could polish off a fifth of Southern Comfort all on my own, I woke up in the middle of the evening, and because it was a new house and I wasn't familiar with the terrain, uh, I tried to find the bathroom, and what was not the bathroom was a door to outside, and I was like, oh, wait a second, I'm not trying, to, not trying there to go outside. There used to be a bathroom here. <laughs> and I stood there for a minute, and I couldn't figure out where I was going, and I just threw up all over the wall. Oh, the wall. You couldn't even, you were outside. I was, I didn't, I I closed the door and I stayed, I stayed inside. Oh God, you. (laughs) Yes. Outside is too frightening. I must stay in and vomit all over this wall. I was foolish. Uh, and, and 20. So yeah, it it was, there's no good decisions being made that night. So in, in, I felt terrible, not only because I had just vomited, in my friend's new home, uh, but I didn't know where anything to clean up was. So, well, you're. I, I took the blanket that he gave me. Oh, no. And I did my best job of, of cleaning up. And then, as opposed to doing anything with the blanket, I, I took it outside and I threw it over the fence. <laughs> perfect this is the perfect ending so um tell me um, that blanket was like one of those like knitted wool blankets where there was like it was just filled with just chunks of, like there was no, even if you were to clean that there was no getting that clean yeah no this it was forever unclean and it was just <laughs> it was best that 
no one ever saw it. And but I didn't do a, a great job of cleaning up, you know, everything. The wall. Yeah, yeah, the wall. And my friend woke up the next day and he was like, Did you get sick last night? I'm like, Yeah, I got wasting. He's like, Well, you you can't do that. My mom my mom's upset and now we can't drink here anymore. I'm like Well Southern Comfort do. Yeah. <laughs> We <laughs> need to go check myself into a rehab. We uh, we had a good run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Do you have any That's non-vomit awesome. related stories? I do. The The other one that I can remember, so if I'm, I'm going kind of in chronological sorry order, uh, the next one would be <clears throat> um, the great Bone Thugs tape mishap is what I like to call it. Oh, for the love of God. So I was in sixth grade and I was introduced to Bone Thugs and Harmony. It was right around the time when Creepin' on a Come Up, their fir- not their very first album, but like their first big album came out. The one that was produced by Eazy-E. And a buddy of mine had the tape, had the Bone Thugs tape. And when I was in sixth grade, my mom was still in that like extremely strict mode where I couldn't really go out and buy parental advisory CDs, tapes, anything like that. But first and foremost, that was back when the stores were actually enforcing that and wouldn't let kids buy stuff mm-hmm. if they were underage. And then secondly, if I was trying to get my mom to go take me to do it, she wasn't going to have it. And then thirdly, I was too afraid to like ask a stranger to go do it for me. I wasn't one of those people who was like, "Hey, can you Excuse go me, buy Mr. me this?" Will you? Uh... Yeah. No, no, no. For uh, even at that young of an age, it, I just didn't trust anyone. It's like if I give this stranger money, he's just going to run off with it. So anyway, I borrow the tape from my buddy, and I'm going to make a copy of it. Right? Simple enough. Okay. So I take the Bone Thugs tape and I've got my blank tape and my dad's got the, you know, the double tape deck. So I I put the Bone Thugs tape in and I put the blank tape in, push it down and I go to hit the record button. Right. And I'm, I'm hitting the record button and it's not going down. Like the button's not working. I go to my dad. I'm like, Hey dad, I'm trying to record this tape. The record's not working. And he's like, what? He goes, wait, let me, let me see the tape. Right. And I hand him the bone thugs tape. He grabs it. He looks, he's like, he's like, Oh, it's because the tab's been popped on this tape. You just need to put a piece of tape over this tab. So it'll, it'll write it over the tape. (laughs) Now, for, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. So back when you had a cassette, there would be like a, a thin little piece of plastic on the bottom of it. And that would allow you on a blank cassette to actually record onto the, the, what do you call it? The, there were two tabs at either side on the left yeah, and right side. Yeah. And the, if, most of the time you bought a tape in the store, those were already pre removed. They were pre popped, right? Yeah. They're pre removed. But if you, and, if you had bought like blank tapes, they were yeah. present and you yeah, didn't exactly. remove them until you had filled it with things that you didn't want to record over. Correct. Yeah. So it, it allowed you to consistently record over. Once they were popped, you couldn't record. 
So he's like, hey, these tabs are open. You got to cover over these if you want to record. I'm like, oh, okay, makes sense. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, oh, they probably don't want you to record this. It's some kind of like, like fail, copyright fail. Yeah, right. I'm already way ahead of 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 legality issues. I'm with you on your logic. I I can I can see where it's going. So I take the tape. I, I tape over the ends of the actual Bone Thugs tape. I put that tape in the record slot. I put the blank tape in the play spot. Hit the record button, and I literally erase this kid's entire Bone Thugs and Harmony tape. Don't realize it until I I go to play it back, and I'm like, it's not playing. And then I'm looking up at the tape decks, and I'm like, wait, record, play. Wait a second. Wait. Wait. Ah, <laughs> uh, shh. Shit. So, so I, wait, wait, let so me, I, let me ask this. Did, <laughs> and if we're, if this is what's going to come out of this, just stop me now. Did the kid put in the tape and go to listen to it? And Frank, young Frank is like, I don't understand why it's not taping. No. <laughs> That'd be he, even your better. dad's like, your dad's in the back. God damn it. You moron. I told you, you got to put tape <laughs> over that. <laughs> Oh, and he sounds like, uh, he, he sounds like, uh, what Foreman's dad from that 70s show. Exactly. <laughs> you, more, um, you jackass. Yeah. So no, that, that's not what happened. That'd be even better. What happened was I realized my major F up. I take the tape out. I put the tape back in its actual sleeve. I bring the tape back to my buddy and I handed it to him and said, thanks. And <laughs> oh no, God. you're the worst. <laughs> he, a couple days later, he comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, um, was there something wrong with my tape when you had it?" I was like, "Nah, played fine. What's going played on?" Played fine with my- oh. <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, I so I never apologized for that or told him what happened. Um, but eventually, I did. It was maybe months later. I bought the CD and I made him a, a copy of the CD and I gave it to him. But I know I never told him it was me who did it. So um, wherever you are, I think I remember his name was his name was Randall. So wherever you are, Randall. I apologize. I erased your bone tucks and harmony tape. Unbelievable. <laughs> yep. I didn't realize you were damn near like super villain. Like this is <laughs> like, I imagine this is probably what the Joker was doing before he became the Joker. <laughs> Terrible things like this. <laughs> and with that laugh too. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. So many yeses. Uh, well, uh, this is one that I I kind of, I'm limited as far as what I can say, because this, where you may be somewhat of a supervillain, I'm probably a, a really, really, really terrible person. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. And it's it's difficult for me to even talk about this. So I'm going to tap dance around this as, as best I possibly can, but still give you the gist of exactly what this was. 
All so right. it was fourth grade, and a kid in my class had a relative who accomplished something pretty prestigious. Uh, Ooh. Yes, he, he received a major award that may have been in the form of a nice piece of jewelry. Uh, Medal of Honor? Uh, no, 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 nothing, nothing of the armed service variety. Thank God. <laughs> uh, what was the prestigious award? I, I, I can't tell you. An Oscar? It, it was, it was, it was a prestigious award that was a an, piece of, a piece of jewelry and we'll, an Emmy. We'll, it was an Emmy. You can't wear an Emmy. Oh, okay. A daytime Emmy. <laughs> You can wear those. Those no, are tinier, right? No, and it wasn't a Tony. <laughs> it wasn't Tony. It wasn't a uh, a Grammy. Uh, Super Bowl ring? Ooh, Super it Bowl wasn't, ring? It wasn't a Juno either. So this kid brought this object in to show everyone and, and brag about his, his relative. Was it his... I'm, Uncle? I'm, we're done talking. I'm not going <laughs> to suffice it to say, uh, it just so happened that when everybody went to lunch, I may have stayed behind and what I thought was being funny by hiding this object somewhere in the classroom turned into a big fiasco, which I never owned up to. And then... Mm. Later, later in the year, when I was helping to clean up said classroom, I found said object, and since everything had blown over, decided to keep said object for myself. Wow! So, wait, you have this prestigious award still? No, and when you hear what it you is, you'll, you'll be upset that I don't have it, and I happen... Wait, did you... I happened oh, to go give it to a friend of mine in high school because I, I, it was this object just gave me such guilt to look at that I couldn't stand to have it around anymore. And as opposed to doing the right thing and giving it back to the kid who brought it in, uh, I took a coward's way out and just like decided to, oops. Wow. I See, I thought where you were going to go with it, I thought you were going to find it, claim you found it, and then receive some kind of <laughs> prestigious award yourself. It would have been so much better if that would have happened. But yeah, no, uh-uh, not so much. And then I thought you were going to go the route of pawning it off and getting some money for it. Probably could have. But you went the route of just simply giving it to a friend because this turned into the, this was your like Edgar Allan Poe beating heart. Oh, very much so. This is, that's a very apt comparison. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta know what this thing is. You'll, when, when we're done with this, I will share and you will be like, I cannot believe you did that. You are a terrible human being. Um, <laughs> Yes. Wow. So are uh, you you uh, you apologizing to this person now? <laughs> uh, 
I gotta check what the statute of limitations would be. But <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I'm in the clear for the 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 job. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, person who will be nameless. Uh, yeah, I, I feel freaking terrible. And so stayed with me this whole time. So I. All right. Apologize. Well, so you're. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. You're 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 a stupid kid. You're in you're in the fourth grade. Yes. Sorry to belittle you, but we're we're in the fourth grade. We're all stupid kids. Mm-hmm. All right. We do stupid things. Agreed. What I want to try and understand, and where I want to get into the mind of, is whoever this relative is who obtained this prestigious award and said, hey, you know what would be a good idea if I just sent this to a public school with my young, stupid, fourth grade nephew, cousin, whatever the hell yes. it is. Okay, I, I've tried to like, like uh, justify me doing this by saying, well, he probably, you know, stole it in the first place to bring it in to show people. And then I thought, like, you know, what if, like, you think all the worst case scenarios, like, what if this kid was disowned by his family for losing this thing? And, like, it's, it's, it's all, it's all horrible. Yeah. Well, he probably was. So, yeah, there's that. And then I always hoped, part of me was like, maybe that kid was just lying and this was just a fake object and uh, there's no truth to anything about it. But I don't think that's the case. <laughs> Wow. Well, it's pretty, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty big one Yeah. there. I can't wait to find out what this award is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's, it, is it a Razzie? <laughs> no, it's, it's a cherry. It's, it's a cherry. It's a cherry. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. It's not a good one from. My standpoint, but hey, uh, yeah, it's, I apologize. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's take us out of this very strange, dark place we're in right now. And you're going to turn on the the dome light in your car. I'm going to (laughs) turn on the dome light in my car. It is on. It's actually, can't can't you see it? Like I'm very ominous right now. It's all black behind me. It's just, I'm just lit up. I'm kind of just waiting for somebody to jump in the back seat and carjack you. (laughs) Like that, that's so, I'm so scary movie right now. Behind me, like anyone. (laughs) In fact, like now you've got me a little worried because now my mind, my, my youthful mind, because we're, we're in the mindset of our youth is thinking that Chucky is in the back seat and he is going to pop up and suffocate me with a plastic bag. Appropriate. A la Child's Play 2, which in my opinion is probably one of the, if not the greatest Child's Play movie ever. I'll uh, tweet that out for the listeners too. Perfect. I love it. Get a visual. All right. So this one actually takes place a little bit later in life. However, starts back in the sixth grade. So this one took place. Good Lord. This... <laughs> it's like the long con or what? <laughs> this one took place my senior, actually after I had graduated my senior year, but it's origins start in the sixth grade. So this was six years coming. 
Okay. Mm. So in sixth grade, I was dating a girl. And fast forward six years and I've got a five-year-old son. Whoa! No, just kidding. So in sixth grade... Took a bizarre twist. <laughs> so sixth grade, I'm I'm dating this girl, and it's whatever you know. Dating in sixth grade was dating in sixth grade. It was it wasn't that huge, big of a thing, but whatever. So, dude, dating anyway, in sixth grade would have been like epic for me. Yeah, well, I mean, we were we've established we were two different people at this that time in true. our lives. Yeah. <laughs> So I dated this girl in sixth grade and we dated for a few months. And then just like any sixth grade relationship just breaks off. You go start dating someone else. Right. So fast forward six years later. Now, mind you, sixth grade was middle school. We had two more years together, but we weren't dating, didn't really hang out. And then when I started my freshman year, if you recall, I've mentioned it on past podcasts, we moved to Oxford. So my parents ripped me from my Warren roots, moved me out to Oxford. So then four years of high school go by and I've graduated and now I'm going back to Warren and I'm visiting friends, graduations, uh, graduation parties. So there's where we're at right now. So I go to one of my friends, graduation parties and, and I'm, I bring my girlfriend at the time who I was dating. And we're going around and I'm introducing her to all my Warren friends and we're getting ready to leave the party. And as we are leaving, leaving this graduation party, <clears throat> sixth grade girlfriend walks in. Now, mind you, I haven't really seen her in like four years and four years of high school can do wonders oh, no. to a human being. Now, let, if we take it back to sixth grade, the BONZ did not date hideous people. She was a very cute girl in sixth grade. Let me tell you, graduating from high school, she was a very, very, very cute girl. And someone I hadn't seen in a while, right? So, so this is, we're this crossing is paths. essentially going to be like the meme where you're walking hand in hand with one girl and you're turning around checking out the other one. It's even worse than that. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm walking out and we run into each other and I see her and I'm, I'm a little taken aback again, cause I haven't seen her in a long time and she's changed and she, you know, looks great. So I'm, I'm, I'm taken aback and I say, Hey, you, uh, how's it going? And she was like, Oh, Hey Frank, how are you? I said, good. Uh, this is my girlfriend. And I blank. Oh. Like something out of a movie. I sat there and she's looking at me and my girlfriend is looking at me and I can't remember my girlfriend's name and my girlfriend has to say her name. Ooh. She has to say her name. Ooh. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this doesn't happen in real life, but it did. <laughs> it happened. That's awful. like something that happens in like a TV show or a movie or something scripted. 
that legit happened in real life to me. I forgot my girlfriend's name when I was just kind of caught off guard by this by this old girlfriend I hadn't seen in a while. Forgot her name to the point where she had to mention her name. Needless to say, that ride back to Oxford from Warren wasn't pleasant. Ouch. Ouch. Nor were the nor were the like I would say month and a half we <laughs> still dated afterwards. I was gonna say it probably didn't last that much longer. <laughs> nah, not too much longer. That was I think that was the beginning of the Ouch. end. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so I Oh guess- wait, so to to go back, I I wanna say that I apologized. I think profusely multiple times for that. So this is a situation where I don't have to apologize again, but I thought I'd let everyone know that that was, that was one of the instances where, yeah, that was kind of a, a big apology I had to do. And it, it, it never really hit home. So. Ouch. Yeah. So on the, uh, subject of, uh, t- temporary girlfriends, I, I guess we would call them. Uh, <laughs> Well, I had been I had been dating this girl a year. Ooh, that's even worse, right? <laughs> so, um, uh, again, this is one where because we're we're in the new world now, and and we're going to try our best not to uh, have any explicit content. I new, mean, new, new, new world order. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, we may, nice. I'm, I may need to uh, dance around this one a little bit as well, but I was dating a girl all through high school, and when things started to go uh, south after we had graduated, uh, I ended up hooking up with this other young lady. And, Ooh. Yeah. And... Uh, we ended up going to one of my best friend in in high school, all throughout high school. We ended up going to his place. His parents were out of town, and he was throwing a mm-hmm. party. And I was going to crash at my buddy's place, but I had to take this young lady home. Mm-hmm. Well, we did as young people do, and uh, I was staying in his parents' room, in mm-hmm. his parents' bed. And wait, you you did as young people do, huh? Yes. You will. What'd you do? <laughs> uh, we did the postcoital boogie, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that a song? Po- postcoital booty. Yes. Um, suffice it to say, because I needed to take this young lady home, uh. I didn't end up going back to my buddy's place until late the next day. And his parents were supposed to be home later that day. So Mm. I didn't get a chance to clean the linens. Ew. (laughs) What the hell? This wasn't, this wasn't the gross podcast. (laughs) I'm sorry. The, I mean, granted, I set the wrong precedent at, with the initiating the vomit story, but I didn't know so many bodily fluid stories would be involved in our sorries. I, I, I you, you now, love- I, I, I will, I, 
I will go on the record and say outside of that vomit, I'm not, I'm not sorry for any bodily fluid I've spilled anywhere else. <laughs> you led me to, you led me to, to a, a vomit story. You led me to <laughs> a girlfriend story. I don't know who's to blame here other than you. So I think you owe the audience at this point an apology for anything that comes I'm, out of I'm, my mouth. I, I'm, I'm your freaking bodily fluid Sherpa. <laughs> Uh, just <laughs> carry me up that mountain, my good man. Oh, oh man. Or, or, or slide down that mountain. Yeesh, yeah. Tumble into a crevasse. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> do you have, oh, do you, man. Do you have any other apologies you'd like to? get off your chest how about did you no. did you ever have any apologies that you actually did like you thought that you could apologize and, and they didn't quite go the way that you had hoped for mm, yeah or what was like one of the <sighs> toughest things you ever had to apologize for there was one that so the the girl the the forgetting the girlfriend's name was 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 pretty tough, but there's another one that happened a little bit later in life where I inadvertently and I didn't at at the time I didn't know this was a thing, but I straight up ghosted this girl. Ooh, you created ghosted. I really think I was the OG pioneer of ghosting. Ooh, the G stands for ghost. And, uh, the original ghoster, (laughs) the the original ghoster, it was a girl that I had, I had kind of been seeing, but I wasn't all that into her, but she was like super duper into me. And I was at this strange point in my life where I needed that. Like I needed someone to be into me. I don't, I, I I wasn't at the time I wasn't, (laughs) I, I wasn't performing anymore and I wasn't training at all. So there was no one to clap and cheer for me. And you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm like Tinkerbell. If someone doesn't clap or cheer for me, like I die so inside. You were essentially like uh what Bradley Cooper in silver linings playbook. Oh no, it was so like, I could have wrote silver linings playbook. <laughs> I feel like I lived silver linings. See, so I created the script for Silver Line. I was the I was the inspiration for that, and I invented Ghosted is what we're establishing right wow. now. Anyway, she was just very much into me. I could kind of really give two shits, and this went on for a while. And then all of a sudden, I just stopped answering her calls. I stopped answering her texts. I stopped answering her MySpace messages. Ooh. It was like, I just like, it was almost as if I left the planet and she kept being like, what's going on? What's wrong? What's this? What's that? And then finally that just eventually trailed away. And it was not until like years later, I like, I was already married and I, I, she, I think Facebook requested me, or maybe I found her and requested her or something like that. And <laughs> you requested her. I, I, I want to say it was probably her that requested me. Um, yeah, it was because I was like, Oh God, do I accept this? And I, that's what it was. So she requested me and I, 
accepted it. And when I accepted it, I like sent her a, a message. I was like, Hey, just so you know, you know, sorry, I was kind of in a weird place, whatever, like, and then we just kind of joked around and joked it off. But I'm pretty sure for many years, I, I had crushed this person. <laughs> wow. That's just, and so that's, brutal. yeah. Yeah. That was a hard, sorry, because you know, I, I had, I've been on the, not so much the receiving end of that, but I've been on the receiving end of, you know, a, an ending where I didn't want it to end and it did. And this was, this is worse than something actually ending. Cause there was never any closure. So like for years, years, this, this girl's just sitting there. So well, that was, I don't think uh, she was just sitting there. Oh, she was just sitting there, just on her couch. Somebody thinks awfully just, high of themselves. She was refreshing her MySpace page. <laughs> like, maybe maybe he's going to say something soon. But first, anyway. First, no, I, first Tom doesn't respond to her, and then Frank stops <laughs> responding to her. So awful. Oh, what a fucking, what a, what a narcissistic asshole. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, that's, 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 that's all I can think of really when it comes to apologies. Wow. Well, I wish I could say that, uh, I had some awkward apologies to, uh, that I tried to get, but I, I lived my life by no regrets. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't apologize for much. Uh, and, well, and when I do, luckily, uh, I pick the right moment and the people are usually, uh, more than willing to accept the fact that I'm a freaking idiot. So, <laughs> well, you know, we established back in the, uh, previous episode when we did our regrets episode that, uh, post 2002, I can't have any regrets. This is right. Yes. Yeah. Remember when we were on air and I showed you that tattoo I have on my penis? Uh, no. I just, <laughs> wait a second. I tried to block a lot of, from my mind over the past few months, but that didn't. That yeah, no. I was I I, I recently again. This is hitting the you know. Uh, nail on the hammer or hammer on the nail with a narcissistic quote I just had. I was listening to a past podcast of ours Ooh, and I was listening nostalgic <laughs> about the nostalgic podcast. I just like to hear the sound of my own voice. Oh. And I was listening to the regrets episode and when I when I told you I couldn't have any regrets post two thousand and two, you were confused. And then I said, Let me show you something and oh. you you excuse me uh, while uh, I whip this out. <laughs> Yeah, you assumed it was going to be a tattoo on my penis, and then I got very upset. I didn't have a, a penis tattoo, and uh, that that I don't know might be something in the future. We'll see. We'll see. So, <laughs> what you're saying is you have to apologize to your wife for going out this evening and getting a penis tattoo. Yeah, well, I mean the wine's gone. The wine's almost gone. So, well, thins out the blood. You're a bleeder. <laughs> Well, another another goal of the uh, new and improved Nostalgia Wax podcast is the fact that we're going to try to keep these uh, brief and under an hour. Yes, right? so we're right about fifty minutes. That's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, 
a new segment we're going to say, uh, we're going to throw out there, uh, because we always try to keep things positive, a little bit of negativity, perhaps, uh, anything you want to get off your chest, anything you're, you're unhappy with lately. Uh, well, shit, this is a ton of stuff I'm well, happy with. Anything not you'd much, like to go on the record with? Not not anything I'd, I'd, I'd specifically like to go on the record with. Uh, anything that you have? Yeah, so, uh, again, uh, we're trying to keep things as positive as possible. But in our absence from the airwaves, uh, you know, doing a podcast isn't exactly the easiest thing in the world. This is usually just something that people are extremely passionate about, and they, they do it because they enjoy it. Correct. But just listening to podcasts on my own, one thing that becomes uh, more and more prevalent is the fact that you've got all these celebrities who are now starting to get into the podcast world. I and, believe it's pronounced uh, celebratories. Oh, yes. The celebratories who <laughs> have their own podcasts. Uh, I, I just while I appreciate the fact that they're trying to get into the space on their own and they're trying to, you know, this, this is something that they're probably equally as passionate about, but what, what I think that they don't realize is the fact that they have an instant fan base in place. Correct. So, you know, when I, when I listen to somebody like Dak Shepard and Hey, Dak Shepard, he's, he's a fun guy. He's an intelligent guy. I, I enjoy listening to him. But, Michigan native. But he didn't have to build a fan base like we struggle to do. Uh, he doesn't have to do any of the heavy Japan, lifting. Japan begs to differ with your yes. struggles. He, he doesn't have to you know, bust his ass going through an editing podcast. He's, he's got producers to do that. Uh, he has people who come to him as far as uh, endorsements and, and advertisers mm-hmm. and things like that. So when, when these people are out there and they're, they're – claiming to be podcasters and like, Ooh, it's this great new medium. Uh, look, they are technically our, our podcast brethren, but let's not pretend like they're really struggling at anything as far as podcasting is concerned. So, uh, again, not trying to be negative, but fuck those motherfuckers. Just shots fired. Shots to, fired. Take that, Dex. Uh, all other podcasts out there. Yes. All other celebrity podcasts out there. Shots fired. Nostalgia yes. Wax says. I don't know about go after all yourselves. of them. Like, wow. just a few. Apparently, any any that Dex Shepard is on. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Chris Hardwick's a terrible human <laughs> right, being. Well there. well, there it is. <laughs> well, I, I I think our our fellow podcasters uh, at uh, Extra Secret Podcast would agree with you on that one. More than I know. Well, at least at least Eric, he's he's very much in the anti Chris Hartwick club. Ooh, uh, one more negative thing. Uh, Spider Man, the video game. F that. Yeah, one great. Costume. Oh well, and to, to be fair, you only have to be in the white costume for like a millisecond, and then you can change into a bunch of really cool costumes. And what I say to you is this. Uh, I'm cool with, you know, people being whatever love they want to practice and all that. But you put a dick in your mouth once, you can't really take that back. (laughs) It's not like you can can go back and pretend you never had a dick in your mouth. So, 
you're, uh, you're, uh, let me just say this. Uh, first and foremost, very crazy to relating the white Spider-Man suit to a dick in your mouth. No, it, it makes perfect sense in my Secondly, this is, and I've, I've told you this before off the podcast, this is some straight up Frank Bonnie shit here that you are not playing a Spider-Man game just because for a millisecond you have to wear a white Spider-Man suit because you hate it. I got principles. Yeah, uh, it's just so, it's just, it's very much why we get along so well. Did you, did, <laughs> have you seen any of the, uh, the stuff for that new Into the Spider-Verse movie that Sony's putting out? I saw the first trailer a long time ago. I know there's a second trailer out. I haven't seen it. Yeah. In the second trailer, uh, if you freeze frame in one spot, a bunch of the Spider-Men are standing together and in the background, the white spider suit is there. No, it's not. Oh, sweet at all. yeah. You know, I, I knew about that because I was listening to a podcast where uh, one of the guys from Insomniac was on there and he was all geeked out about the fact that his that his white Spider-Man suit that he had created is actually in like a, wait, wait, a movie was, and actually in a comic. Or, you know the person who created the white Spider-Man suit? Well, I, no, I'm not going to give you his name. You're not going to hunt him down. You're not going to hurt him. <laughs> I feel like. And go back in time. This is like, you know, goal number one. People want to take out Hitler and, you know, do things like that. Maybe stop Trump from becoming president. Uh, if I could somehow stop this white Spider-Man costume, I'd be all set. I feel like this rant has taken us closer to an hour now. Yeah, it has. So <laughs> with that, Waxers, I think it's, it's time to bid you adieu unless Mr. Bonnie has any. Well, no, I was going to say they, they might not remember how to contact us. It, it, not that they contacted us in the past, but, us, but uh, well, you had the, uh, the AOL address that you set up. Um, yeah. Prodigy. <laughs> oh, the prodigy. Prodigy. It was a prodigy email address. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. they, the, the easiest way is just, uh, at nostalgia underscore wax on Twitter. So, uh, yeah. reach out to us there and, uh, feel free to, Rate, subscribe, listen on iTunes. Yep. Uh, you can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the nostalgia wax. Shout out to Brian Dunkelman. Shout out to Brian Dunkelman. Always shout out to Brian Dunkelman. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, other than that. What are you looking at me for? Because are we going to say it in sync or just... <laughs> Until next time, Waxers. Wax Wax off. off.